Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Veterinary Ramblings. With Christmas right around the corner, we thought we'd sit down with you and spread some festive cheer. So grab your favourite drink and we do hope you enjoy the show. Hi, I'm Mike Brampton. And my name is Julian Ho. Welcome to Veterinary Ramblings. So what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, the first thing we're going to say is no guests tonight. No guests, because what we found out about having guests is they talk, they talk over us. And when we're trying to have a conversation, the two of us, and we have these guests on and they chat and chat. <laughs> That's the point. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they or me get on our hobby horses and jardy, 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 jardy. And we happen to have the president of the RCVS and the world here. Yardy, yardy, yardy. Really, Julian? Yes, Mike. Yardy, 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 yardy. Oh, sorry. Sir Joe Biden. Come in. Did you want did you want to say something, Charles? Well, well, well yes, I, I, I did as a matter of it. Hold on, hold on, Charles. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, but that reminds me of when. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> so what are we doing? We're doing this for Christmas, aren't we? So, Mike, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Julian. What are you doing? You're putting when? your decorations up. I can see you're putting your decorations up in the background. I can see that. What a shame the audience can't see that. Mike has got the most amazing Christmas tree. Look at that. It, it must be burning about a thousand watts of lights on. That's incredible. That's absolutely amazing. No, actually, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what it is. Mike's got nothing. There's no decorations or anything up because Mike is the Grinch. Yeah. Tell us why you don't like Christmas, Mike. Well, it all started many, many years ago. And as a little boy, mum and dad always seemed to forget and miss the bit that said no batteries included. Mike got these amazing toys that just wouldn't work. And of course, back in the day, you didn't pop up to the garage because the garage was shut. They'd been shut for four days. Shut on Boxing Day, didn't open on Christmas Eve, and didn't open until the day after Boxing Day. Do you remember days. those days? I remember those days. Yeah, yeah. Shops all shut on Sundays. Absolutely. You've got the sprouts. Nothing you could do about it. No, no. And yet nowadays, I'm looking forward to Christmas Eve and popping down the local garage and buying all of my Christmas presents. <laughs> I'm looking forward to going out first thing Christmas morning and buying some sprouts. Right. And I'm going to put the batteries in them. Yeah. How many how many batteries do you put in a sprout? Is it four or five? Uh, it depends whether they're triple A's or double A's. Okay. Okay. I'll do that. All my sprouts are going to work this year. They've been sure they? of that. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. Why don't I like Christmas? Um, I sort of like it. Mm-hmm. I like the aspect of people getting together and sharing. Mm -hmm. I like the whole buying gifts for people and Mm -hmm. surprising them that I've managed to find the most amazing gift that they they couldn't possibly do without and how could I possibly have known. It's a matching pen and pencil. Yay! (laughs) If you look closely, it's got JH written on it. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> like WH and then Smith. <laughs> I think I've given it away, haven't I? Oh. Did you miss well, that? Were you giving my pencil away? No. Or are you giving the secret away? What secret? 
to anyone. I'm not. I'm not going to mention it. I'm not going to say. No, no, no. But what about what about anyway, the magic of Christmas? Do you know? Do you know like the magic? I mean, you, do you put your stockings out for for Father Christmas for Santa? No. Oh, I've written him a list. The, the, I think that well, the significant differences is you've got children. Yes. And children make Christmas. They do. They do. And, That's the thing. And it's the kids' excitement and all of the fairy tales and all of that loveliness with the kids and for the kids and that's that's great and yeah i i sort of quite enjoyed it when i when my boys were were growing up and we'd make an effort to do things but uh, and i i used to enjoy christmas as a child as well um it's a good I, point isn't it it's there's a lot of tradition with christmas and tradition is great from the point of view of passing that tradition on to people who may be interested in it. Yeah. Yeah. But tradition for tradition's sake is just a little bit well, dull, really, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, all, all conventional religions have got their festivals, haven't they? Yes. You know, yes, they have. There's Diwali. Ramadan. Ramadan. Yeah. Um, and I suppose Christianity has got Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not an exclusive celebration, though, is it? Because a lot of other faiths will will celebrate Christmas as a family get together time, yeah, and will even give presents, but uh, they'll leave the religious part out of it. Well, in in some countries, they give the presents on uh, Christmas Eve, don't they? Yes, they do. Yeah, now, that's a mistake if you ask me, because you're all half cut and waiting for midnight mass. Well, up on Christmas Day, you think that hey, who got me this? And why the bloody hell didn't they get me any batteries for it? Yeah, well, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think um, it's nice enough. I think we overdo it. Oh sure, yeah. In in yeah. in every way. My next door neighbour has had Christmas decorations up since the middle of October. Why? There's some laser show every night that, that shines into our, into our our bedroom because the whole front of the house is lit up with with moving Christmas trees and stars and things <clears throat> because she and her daughter love Christmas and they absolutely love the lights and they love the the, 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 the sparkle and everything goes with it uh, and they can't or they don't want to restrict themselves for just a few days they want to spread the love to uh, to about a tenth of the year so have you, have you ever worked over christmas at the vet practice oh yeah yeah okay. uh, i've done how many christmases have i done uh five christmases uh in my in my career and they so you work all, on you work at one in five then do you yeah well i don't anymore but i used to right. uh, actually i used to work on one in three so I haven't done any on-call for three years. So before that, I've been qualified for 25 years now. So uh, I've done five Christmases, which is roughly divided into uh, into the 22 years of, of uh, being on-call. Um, and they've been interesting. My, my first Christmas uh, as a vet, I was on-call. And it was a miserable Christmas for me anyway. It was a, it was a pretty sad time in my life uh, with a lot of... A lot of stuff had gone on and I wasn't uh, in the best of, of mental states. And I had Christmas alone 
in my little flat down the road from the surgery. And I thought, well, I'll cheer myself up. I'll have moule marinière for my Christmas lunch. All right, okay. So I got some moule in, obviously I'm, being... I'm wondering how this moon. worked out. Would it didn't work out at all. <laughs> well, it kind of worked itself out. So moule marinière, for those people yeah. who don't know what it is, is mussels cooked in, uh, cooked in uh, white wine with leeks and garlic and uh, some parsley and it's and cream it's sauce and cream sauce the <laughs> most delicious food you can get very quick to make because i thought well i want to be able to do it before call outs it takes about 10 minutes to knock up unfortunately because uh, this was 25 years ago and shops weren't open on christmas eve or christmas day or boxing day i got my muscles about five days before christmas and <laughs> Bing, 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 oh, bing, bing, bing. What's oh, the I can hear? They stayed down for about 20 minutes. Uh, and I was on and off the loo for three days. In fact, I had, uh, had a call out about, uh, about two hours after I had my miserable Christmas lunch. And halfway through the call out, I had to ask the client if I could use their loo. And... and uh, I'm embarrassed. It, it, it wasn't. It wasn't pleasant. It wasn't pleasant. Uh, it, it took all the effort I could muster not to go. Oh. I was wondering whether to sing or, or, or do something sort of some festive noise over the uh, the groans of my belly. But I came out. And the client said, "Do you want a glass of milk or something?" <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, I, I'm all right. I think. Oh dear. Poor petal. Poor petal. Poor petal. So, so, so it's Christmas. It's Christmas. All dogs eating grapes and raisins and Christmas and puddings and chocolate. Yeah, there's a lot of that. Yeah, most Christmas callouts are dogs that have eaten chocolate, raisins, yeah, things like that, uh, and cats, of course, with tinselitis. Uh, but no, in all seriousness, I was cats. thinking about lilies with cats. Uh, oh yeah, lilies, poinsettias. Yeah, uh, and mainly cats eating objects. So cats right. love tinsel and glittery things, and uh, they get caught in their stomachs, and so uh, they have to have some um, surgery to, to remove them. So interesting for a vet, but excruciatingly painful and needless mm. for the cats. So if you are decorating your tree. Please, no long dangly toys if you've got cats. And yeah. no chocolates hanging from the trees if you've got dogs. And raisins out of your dog's reach. Mm. And that, that, of course, includes um, Christmas pies and mince pies. Absolutely. It does indeed. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, you know, during Christmas, we, we often enjoy a drink or two. And it's easy then to let your guard down. So you put a, a bit of mince pie down and you can't quite finish and... You look around and it's gone. And your dog's licking his lips. So that's probably I've got a horrible feeling it's gonna be very busy this year. Because it is. There's, there's been a lot of uh, new owners. Um and that's not, not to take away from, from new owners. You 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 know what you know and you don't know what you don't know. Um, Absolutely right. And there's nothing can compare, I think to the thrill and joy and love you can get from a pet. 
Yeah, but not for Christmas. But not for Christmas. No. Dog is for life, not just for Christmas. That's the expression. That is it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. I invented a new word. Did you? Yeah, yeah. Plagiarism. It's going to mean stealing someone else's work. That's what I've decided it's going to mean. Okay. Very my good. new word. My new word. I made it up. Very good. Where do you think? Where do you get that from? Then why why do you think of that? Uh, I'll be honest. I'll be absolutely honest. I didn't make it up. I didn't make. I saw it in a Christmas cracker joke. Because what what I do? I mean, obviously we got we got the Christmas table almost being set as we speak, and I've chosen some nice crackers to go on it. And I don't know about you. I'm sure you do the same thing. I open all the crackers up and learn the jokes. You open all the crackers up before people ceremoniously pull the crackers and make all the jokes. Yeah, yeah, you've got to do that, haven't you? Otherwise, you won't get the expression right and and, and, uh, you might laugh at the wrong time because, let's face it, Christmas cracker jokes aren't brilliant, are they? And if you haven't had a bit of practice with them, then there'll be an awful pregnant pause afterwards. So I'll say the joke and there'll be inevitable, I don't get it. Whereas if you can immediately say, oh, that's, that's funny because then it lightens the mood. Really? Mm. Mm. Always do that. Right. Yeah, okay. Actually, what I did one year was to, I did open all the Christmas crackers and I put in really nice presents. So I got all the toy crap and stuff. And I knew who was going to be sitting where. I would look presents for everyone. And I, I spent a long time deciding, you know, who to get. So there's so and so going to pull the cracker with this. Well, you know, let's let's get them. They're going to pull two crackers between them, and so this cracker will be for, for my brother, and this cracker will be for my sister. And, and I, I, I choose really nice presents. And what happens? Everyone gets drunk and sits in the wrong places. I see. So they all yeah. get the wrong presents. They all got the wrong presents. And I tell you, my mother-in-law. Well, no, she was happy with her G-string, but it just didn't feel right. <laughs> so, okay, then, what, what, what do you get if you cross Santa with a duck? I don't know. A Christmas pucker. <laughs> I just thought it was appropriate. It's a nice one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mrs. Claus looked out of the window and um, Santa said, what's the weather like? And she said, reindeer. Very good. Fair enough. What goes O O O? I don't know. What goes O O O? Santa walking backwards. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They think any better than that, do they? No, not really. So, so, so what's, what's the best Christmas present in the world? I don't know. What is the best Christmas present in the world? A broken drum. You just can't beat it. <laughs> I love the story. Um, I'm sure it's true. This was quite a few years back uh, when we had the uh, the cash for questions scandals in the House of Commons. Do you remember that? Right, yes. Of course, we're going through it again now in, the, in British politics, aren't we? But, but there was sleaze of a different sort back then. Yeah. Uh, people were, were, were taking uh, cash or, or big presents to raise... Cash um, or big presents? 
backhanders. Backhanders, yeah. In, in yeah. return, in return for bringing certain questions to to, to Parliament. Yeah. And the um, the British attaché to uh, to Washington was phoned up just before Christmas, and they said, uh, you know, what, what do you want for Christmas? And he thought, oh, I, I, I've got to be careful here because I can't take too big a gift. And he said, well, you know, just just a pipe, you know, maybe maybe a pair of slippers, you know, nothing much. Th- thank you. And on, uh, on Christmas morning, this radio station uh, produced their, their list of uh, what the politicians wanted for Christmas. And, and the, the French wanted uh, an end to nuclear testing in the Bikini Atoll. And the um, uh, Russians wanted uh, open dialogue with the United States. And the, the Chinese wanted uh, an increase in trade to the rest of the world. And, the, uh, and Britain wanted a pipe and a pair of slippers. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, actually, did you hear uh, old, old Queenie? She always does her Christmas broadcast, doesn't she? Yes, she does. Yeah, she yeah. does. They're going to they're going to change the uh, the name of it. Are they? Yeah, yeah. It's going to be called the One Show. <laughs> the One, the One Show. Yeah. Oh dear. Do you know? Years ago, when we had Prince Phil, still. Uh, their favourite trick at Christmas was charades. All right. Yeah, apparently so. And the Queen would uh, would start it off on Christmas morning. She'd lie in bed, turn her head sideways, pull the duvet up, and said, "Look, Philip, look, I'm a stamp." Oh dear. Actually, no. I mean, joking aside, I mean, talking about Christmas dinners and stuff. I mean, it's uh, it's going to be quite different this year, isn't it, with Brexit? Because there'll be no Brussels. <laughs> do you want to hear my 60 second cpd go on then are we going to do 60 second cpd are we should we do that oh let me let me get uh here's, me, here's the clock go on then you're going to do a 60 second cpd what are you going to do 60 second cpd on well i thought because it's christmas i was going to do a 60 second cpd on reindeer you're going to teach us about reindeer i will do i'm going to teach you everything you need to know about reindeer everything. in 60 seconds right okay Let's find me clock. Okay, right. Okay, then, Julian Hode. 60 seconds on everything you need to know about reindeer, starting now. Thank you, Mike. So, reindeer are also known as caribou in North America, and they are the only species of the genus Rangifer. And this specific name is Tarandus, so it's Rangifer Tarandus. There are around 14 subspecies, including, Mike, you find this interesting, Platyrhynchus, which is found in Svalbard. However, Santa's reindeer are almost certainly Rangifer Tarandus Tarandus, the mountain or Norwegian reindeer. And it's very important to note that although bioluminescence has been seen in terrestrial animals, such as annelid worms, certain arthropods, such as glowworms or fireflies, and in mollusks, such as tropical land snails and about 1,500 species of fish and cephalopod mollusks, and in many bacteria, it's never been demonstrated in mammals. And biofluorescence, in contrast, has been seen in platypuses and wombats. However, it requires ultraviolet light to be shone directly. So the source of Rudolph's shining nose still remains a secret. Oh, oh that was a bit delayed, wasn't it? Oh, 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 oh. But that was, that was, that was spot on. 60 seconds. So we don't know. 
that, that's where it all ends up. We do. But you said you said it was going to be about reindeer. It is. It was about mollusks and bioluminescence. No, 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 no. It was about reindeer, but showing how we don't know after all these years how Rudolph's nose shines so bright. Do we not? It must, it must be bioluminescence, but they haven't discovered any other mammal that is bioluminescent, only biofluorescent. And you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to, to guide your sleigh using biofluorescence unless you already had a source of ultraviolet light shining directly on that nose. Right. Now, some lichens are biofluorescent. There's no bioluminescent, uh, uh, yeah, no bioluminescent uh, lichens, which, which of course, uh, as you know, caribou and reindeer eat. Uh, because if there were, well, that, that might account for it. If, if, uh, if Rudolph and, and maybe that, um, that subspecies uh, of, of reindeer that included Rudolph were to eat bioluminescent lichen and sort of smear it around their face, well, maybe you get some bioluminescence from the lichens, but there are no bioluminescent lichens that we know of. Yep. There are biofluorescent ones, but again, you, you need lots and lots of ultraviolet light. But where, you got that, where, where would you get this bioluminescence from? It's... Well, you make it. And animals that are bioluminescent have uh, little organelles in them that convert uh, chemical energy into light energy. Right. But, uh, but it's uh, not been demonstrated in, in mammals. Well, no, it hasn't. Therefore, it's probably not correct. But the, there was a paper published by the University of Brighton mm -hmm. in, in 27 that, that talked about this bioluminescence, um, which was published in a... It was as a response. It was published as a response to a, a previous 2012 uh, paper, which mm. suggested that Rudolph's nose glowed as a nasal mucosa induced by the exertion of pulling a heavy load. And excessive stresses endured yeah, while flying no, with Santa and the I sleigh. Know. And this resulted in cerebral and bodily hyperthermia an overworked nasal cooling system, causing the nose to, to glow. It was suggesting that, but that degree of hypothermia would be incompatible with life. And in any case, if you remember from the, um, uh, the, the, the evidence that we have, the scientific evidence, well, I say the scientific evidence, the song, um, Santa Claus noticed the nose glowing before Rudolph actually pulled the sleigh. Right. Okay, so it can't have been as a result of the exertion. I think we can rule exertion out, yeah. Right. So, okay. yeah, and, and anyway, as I say, that, that degree of hypothermia, I think, would be injurious to the body, even if it was uh, exited purely via the nasal mucosa. There was another paper in the 1930s, I think, which suggested that... Um, it was due to a genetic mutation. That well, that, that's supposed to glow. Yeah, and, and, and there's there's a lot of uh, lot of effort gone into that um, in, in terms of uh, research, but that genetic mutation is probably um, supportive of the bioluminescence 
theory. So there's right. genetic mutation that, that enables certain uh, parts of, of that subspecies of reindeer to become bioluminescent. And in, in Rudolph's case, uh, we, we think it was just his nose. Of course, there's, there's nothing to say that it was his, his nose alone and not, not, his, not his hooves. I thought you were going to say something else then. I wasn't going to talk about his balls now because that would be rude. <laughs> yeah. Rudolph with your yeah. dong so bright. Yes. No, no. Yes. That's just naughty. That, that, that's, well, that's a song that I do not like. Don't have, you? Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Uh, it's so patronising, isn't it? Or have yourself a merry little one, eh? There we go. You have yourself yeah. a merry little Christmas pat 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 off you go. Because because mm. I'm a I'm a famous singer in, in America and I've got film star friends and we're all going to have a great extravagant Christmas, but you have yourselves a merry little one, won't you? Bless you. There, Bless. there. I, I hate that song. I, yeah. That triggers me every time I hear it. It does. Put your stockings out. I've got a Ferrari. Yeah. Yeah. Have you? Finally stocking. Yeah. Bastards. Mm. Yeah. The one I can't stand is the holly and the ivy. What's that? It, it makes no sense. Like the holly and the ivy. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Holly and the ivy. We see them at Christmas. Yeah. And then, and it goes on. The was it the running of the deer and the sweating of the paws or whatever it is. It complete balls they talk about. It's, it's absolutely just nonsense. It's complete can't nonsense. It. No. At least. At least some Christmas songs tell a story, and rather a magical story. I'm thinking specifically here, I know it's a favourite of yours as well, of Frosty the Snowman, and how he comes to life one day. And I think there's a lesson in it for all of us there. The ephemeral and transient quality of life there. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Reminds me, I'd better make sure I get some carrots. <laughs> Oh, you see in the dark. I have to bite through a carrot. Hold on, I'll whisper this just in case my daughters are listening. But every year I have to bite through several carrots and leave them strewn around the outside just to say, oh, look, look, there you go. The reindeer were here. They've eaten that. I suppose you, <laughs> have, to, I suppose you have to drink the whiskey that you leave out for Santa as well. It's poured. It's always port for Santa. Port, port, is it? All right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, bye. And a mince pie. How's yeah. the diet going? <laughs> it's going very badly this time of the year. I think, so. uh, okay. Yeah, not, not well at all. Yeah. I'm one Christmas album then. Well, there's the Christmas album. Oh, okay. That's and good. there's now what I call Christmas. Now, now what I call Christmas '78. Yeah. Yeah. My favourite Christmas album. My favourite one. Because we've got other kids, we've got hundreds of Christmas albums. And my favourite one is Ella and Lewis Christmas. Ella Fitzgerald, Lewis Armstrong. Very good. Oh, fantastic. And it starts off with Lewis Armstrong reading The Night Before Christmas. Oh. And it's brilliant. It was the night before Christmas. And I was through the house. Not a creature was stolen. Not even a mouse. And it goes on. It's absolutely fantastic. Brilliant stuff. No, not even a mouse? Was stolen. Not even a mouse. Yeah, I'm afraid your Louis Armstrong morphed into uh, into Yoda. Then, oh, a mouse <laughs> not even was stolen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very good, very good. 
Yeah, I, th- I, I think, think we should probably clarify to Louis Armstrong. I think I think we should probably clarify that albums are um, are large pieces <laughs> of vinyl plastic, <laughs> circular, black generally, but you can get other colours, and they've got a hole in the middle, and you put them on record players. Yes, a gramophone player. Yeah. Mm. Because a lot of people are on things like Spotify now, aren't they? And you just download the individual record that you want. Yes. I, I still think that if, you, if you're if you on Spotify, what really happens is you, you, you dial in with Tinternet and you request this song to be played. And there's some old bloke at the <laughs> offices of Spotify. Oh, blow me. Yeah, yeah. We haven't played this one for a while. Where's, where's the album? Here, Oh, Graceland. That's a good one, isn't it? <sighs> She's getting it. Get the dust off this, put it on. And and because he's taking a long time, it says there was a problem playing. Please select again. I'm almost there. Don't worry. Stall a bit longer. There we go. It's playing. It's playing. Mm. So I always start off Christmas morning with smoked salmon and scrambled eggs and a little glass of bubbly. It's a tradition in our family. I'm obviously getting something badly wrong here. Do you not? What, what do you do? What's, it, what's your tradition? A cup of coffee like I have every morning. Well, obviously we have coffee as well, but then, you know, a little, little, little smoked salmon, scrambled egg, a bit of fizz. Well, it sounds lovely, but it's no, I'm not, I'm not starting eating breakfast just because it's Christmas. <sighs> I, I don't have breakfast at all during the year. I'm, I'm, unless, I'm not enjoying this episode. I'm coming across as a right old Scrooge. <laughs> well, <laughs> humbug. You're the I want to go somewhere that doesn't... <laughs> Celebrate you Christmas. And... The oh dear! <laughs> um, if it, uh, um, oh God, I'm going to embarrass myself if I listen back to this one, aren't I? No, you're not. I am. Bar no. humbug. You'll be the normal one. With it, yeah, that's how you should do Christmas. I'm the over-the-top one who has fizz for Christmas and. Uh, I went. I went. I went to an international feline conference a few years ago. Mm-hmm. and uh, the conference was in a big posh hotel. So I stayed in the big posh hotel because it was nice mm-hmm. to be on site and, and easy to travel. And they had champagne as part of their breakfast buffet. Really? Yeah, it was a posh hotel. Wow. It was a posh, posh hotel. Mm-hmm. So, wow, rocked up to first breakfast. Oh, my God, what, I can have champagne with breakfast? Yes, please. <laughs> and so uh, we were staying at this hotel the, the conference was about three or four days and we, we were staying at the hotel for a, a full week mm. and I photographed myself having champagne for breakfast every day Yeah. and on day one I was all smiles and bright eyed and bushy tailed and <laughs> there was my champagne and the photograph on day seven, mm-hmm. because although I could have probably given it up after day four, I'd vowed I would have champagne every day for breakfast. Because it was free. Because it was free and because it was there and 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 that was going to be my posh hotel's tradition. Mm-hmm. But you look at the difference between day one and day eight, and on day eight, I look jaded and tired and drawn and like some sort of semi-slumbering alcoholic. <laughs> well, 
And I didn't, <laughs> to I, see. Didn't, I didn't actually enjoy it on the last day very much. <laughs> it was almost a chore to have to have the bloody champagne. <laughs> I'd like a lousy alcoholic as well, wouldn't I? We we make jokes, don't we, about, you know, oh, it's, it's so much more than a breakfast drink, but actually <laughs> yeah, people don't, don't start having alcohol for breakfast. What Once a year, does he? Little, little glass of his. And, and then when I was in my, my teens, well, you know, late teens, early 20s, uh, we'd get a half bottle of champagne and we'd get through it. And these days, we'll open a bottle of champagne, Sylvia and I will share a glass and maybe not quite finish it. <laughs> and I asked my legs, yeah, that was jolly nice, wasn't it? We'll put the rest back in the fridge and they'll be lovely for later. And, and it'll still be there on New Year's Eve. Oh dear! Mm. Yes, you can get little little bottles of it. I know, but it, it's it's the the price, isn't it? You, you you pay six quid for a tiny bottle or a, a, a tenner for a for a proper size. Eight, eight you, quid for a litre. Eight quid for a litre. That's <laughs> from from your from your favourite local German superstore. Okay, if if you're buying champagne for eight quid for a litre, then it's Actually, it might be good from 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 that super store that you mentioned. Uh, well, Other super stores are available, but that one. Though there are two super stores. There are two super stores yeah. that do that sort of thing. Yeah, and um, I have to say they are really good quality. I got a bottle of Chateau Neuf de Pain for mm. twelve quid. Mm-hmm. Well worth it. Quid. Yeah, well worth it. It. Christmas drinks. Christmas drinks. Oh, hang on, let's let's see if I can do this. Okay. Go on, then. So, Mike Brampton, you're going to uh, present uh, a CPD uh, lecture to us in 60 seconds on Christmas drinks. Christmas drinks. Okay, right. So, Christmas drinks starting now. Everybody likes to have a good quality drink at Christmas time. But very often we're put off by the extortionate price that you would get at your specialist wine store or um, or drinks merchant well i've got a tip for you take yourself down to your local aldi or lidl other supermarkets are available but they're not going to do what this is what i'm talking about here so take yourself down to aldi and lidl and you'll find that in amongst all of their cheap cheap wines and drinks you can pay a little bit extra and they will have a special wine or a special spirit that they've been able to buy cheap because of the buying power that they have and exert over the market in Europe. So pay that little bit extra and it'll make all the difference in the quality of your Christmas drink. Wow, (laughs) you nailed that. Other other supermarkets are available, but they don't have the same... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't, don't get the same effect. You will not get the same effects as, as, really as you'll get from, really from Aldi or Lidl. Yeah, so. I, I completely agree. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a relative newcomer to Aldi. I think it's only this year that I've shopped right. there because uh, we haven't got one nearby. Right. Uh, but like, yeah, traveling further afield, I stopped by one day and uh, thought, well, I'll, I'll get some sandwiches or something from here and uh, ended up filling my car with stuff. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I, I love it. Uh, I've been shopping at Lidl's for well, a very, very long time. Um, I, I find that Lidl's is better for protein than Aldi. Is that right? Yeah. Um, but Aldi has got the edge 
on some specialist gins or spirits, mm -hmm. and they're equally good on the wines. I got the most amazing single malt from Aldi. Yeah. I can't remember. I honestly can't remember who it was now. Gosh, I should be able to remember. But it was, it was absolutely incredible. Uh, for you know, 25 pounds, yep. normally 35 or 40. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's how I got into um into the Shetland gins. Yes. Because they did a they did a deal, I think it was with Liddles, um, which was for Shetland Real Simmer Gin. Mm. So they sold through Liddles for 20 quid for a, a matter of a week. And uh, I'll have a try at that. 20 quid, you can't go wrong. Yeah, you can't. And it and can't. it's not from uh, not from their own distillery or, or rebranded it's from a proper distillery let's let's see what that comes out as and so that's where shetland real has become one of my favorites Amazing. one of my, my go-to gins and, and of course the, the complaint that uh, people often put is well you can't consistently get the same thing from little Aldi. well tough no. fine <laughs> no problem no problem yeah i don't want to drink the same uh, montepulciano so every week you probably do. I like to have variety. I do. I've got a lovely one a couple of years ago. I had that every day. It's fantastic. <laughs> well, you mean you, you want to have some variety? I think they're fantastic. I, well, I, I, I like they've got their standard ranges as, mm. as everybody has, but it, it's nice when something different or something new appears on yeah. the shelf. It adds to the yeah. uh, adds to the variety, isn't it? It it does. And the chocolate is fantastic. Now, I'm not a huge chocolate fan. My, my wife is, my daughters are, love it. But I, I don't know one chocolate from another, but apparently the chocolates that I bought them from Little and Aldi have been amazing, darling. You know, they've been absolutely oh. fantastic, really high cocoa content and just beautifully made. So there we go. Oh, God, I hope Little sponsor us for this one. They better have, didn't they? They better had. I mean, this is free, free advertising. Free advertising. It's, it's worth it though. We've saved a lot of money from them, so you know if they don't advertise, it's fine. Actually, well, yeah, I'm secretly hoping nobody bothers to go and try out my little little thing there because all the more for me, more for us. Hurrah! <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, is it going to be a white Christmas this year? I don't know if it is. I don't know, but it's all right for you. You don't need a white Christmas, do you? Because you've had enough of the yeah. white stuff. You've had enough snow, haven't you? You, you? you went to Svalbard. Yeah. You went to you. So we're called veterinary ramblings. Yeah. We ramble mm -hmm. together, don't we? You yeah, and I, we, we, we ramble, ramble together. together. You and yeah. me, mate. You and we me. Do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 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 Veterinary rambling. Goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Mike. You've gone to Svalbard without me. How was it? Buddy, mate. Oh. Oh. Bestie. Um. Uh, I missed you. I, mi yeah. I missed you. Postcard hasn't arrived yet. Ah, uh, that's because um, the polar bear eat it. No, no, because the the post office was closed, and and there aren't that many flights going to and fro because of COVID. Okay, no, that's that's fair enough. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to put you on the pressure there. But... Well, tell okay. me about Svalbard. Okay, so Svalbard is a group of islands that are way north of Norway. And if you carry on going north, next stop is the North Pole. So it's about 600 miles shy of the North Pole, deep That's in the Arctic. Not far, is it? Not far at all. 
that's that's less than the height of England. Yeah, yeah. So not not far off the North Pole at all, except now there wasn't any snow. What? There wasn't no very snow. much snow. the The glaciers there are melting rapidly. Uh, mm. The sea ice had retreated uh, a couple of hundred miles north of Svalbard, so there was a lot of open water. And the the shorelines and where there ordinarily would be ice was just barren rock, which is interesting Mm. because polar bears who live around Svalbard normally eat seals. Yes, they love it. They do. They like seals, and that's fine. And seals generally haul themselves out on ice. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, yeah. Seals, ice, great stuff. But there isn't any sea ice. Oh, so not so many seals, I'm guessing. Not so many seals. So the polar bears who live on land have had to change their diet. So to what? Reindeer. Reindeer, really? You've already mentioned, yeah. You've already mentioned the Svalbard reindeer, which is a, a particular um, subspecies of the of, of the genus reindeer. They've got a very flat nose, and they've got funny little horns, and they're very short and stubby. They don't grow to be particularly large. They couldn't pull a sleigh. Really? No, couldn't pull a sleigh. They were introduced by the Vikings hmm. and have since inbred and inbred and inbred i think they were introduced by the vikings actually i'm trying to remember now because i've heard a story that they did actually migrate across the ice Mm -hmm. which you feasibly could do several thousand years ago because Mm -hmm. the whole of the north cap would would have been covered in ice or one piece for most of the year wasn't it until until it started to melt and then they got uh, left all by themselves in svalbard but the, the polar bears are doing fine there's no sea ice uh, but they are successfully hunting and eating reindeer. That's amazing because they're not. I mean, they're, they're pretty fast, but they're not so fast they could outrun a reindeer. Uh, are they? Svalbard reindeer have only got little legs. Uh, right. So I didn't didn't witness a hunt and a kill, mm. but did witness a couple of meals being eaten, which were clearly um, clearly reindeer. Do you think they could be using, I put this out as a conjecture, but do you think they could be using snares or traps? I know it would be difficult for a polar bear because they haven't got opposable thumbs, but Mm. do you think they could be fashioning sort of very rudimentary, I don't know, IEDs or... or, uh, I I think, I I get the impression that they're more ambush hunters. Right, right. Um, Although quite how, as a 700 kilo lump of great white fur you can creep up on an animal when you're standing at <laughs> a mile from a black black volcanic or, or coal background I, I do not know but they're obviously succeeding somehow amazing isn't it yeah 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 the reader obviously turned around was that is that a rock no who said that <laughs> the rock i thought you said how, how can we speak i'm a rock i can speak you're white, you're white rock. You're not a polar bear, are you? No, 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 come on, eating. All right, then. 
So, um, oh, quite quite interesting. Yeah. Quite interesting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the, the polar bears are doing fine. I don't so, know. You're going back to Svalbard. I am going to go back. Um, I've been invited to go back in June, mm. I think it is, um, to join a 15-day expedition. Yeah. On a slightly bigger converted fishing boat than the one I was on last time. You showed me some videos. <laughs> you were you were facing the sky, and then yeah. the sea, yeah. and then the sky, and then it was like watching um, a perfect storm, wasn't it? Yeah. So it, it was it was like that, or um, uh, the deadliest catch, <laughs> or a oh, show like that. Well, I have to say, it was it's the first time I've been on a little boat like that. And mm. I was a little bit nervous, I have to say. And um, I was I was quietly proud of myself for not succumbing to seasickness. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, some of the some of the seas we were in a couple of times were, um, what should we say, interesting. Interesting seas. Yeah. You don't really want interesting seas, do you? I don't mind actually. It, I'm quite I'm quite I'm quite comfortable and quite happy with that. Are you? Yeah. And, and did you see some? You saw some whales. Uh, saw fin whales and uh, beluga whales, and a blue whale, and minke whale, um, wow. and some porpoises. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and uh, I've got some nice photographs of walruses, both. Oh wow. Both swimming in in the in some areas of, of sea ice that we found, um, yeah. and up on the on the beach, and I saw a few polar bears. Yeah, yeah, uh, some that had killed reindeer. Really. I was to say, ironically, the only reindeer I saw were being eaten by polar bears. <laughs> this time, this time, anyway. Uh, now, one one of them didn't have. I, I don't want to disappoint your viewers here, but one of them didn't have a, a red glowing nose, did it? No. Oh, thank goodness! Thank goodness! No. <sighs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Rudolph, Rudolph lives on, and he'll be calling your way in the next couple of days. If we've been good little boys and girls. If you've been good. Yeah. Unfortunately, I mean, we used to get, if we were naughty, we get cold in our stockings, but that's been banned now, hasn't it? Yeah, quite rightly so. What, what do you get in your stockings now if you've been naughty? Do you get some sort of lithium battery? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, have, I have no idea. What, what do you get if you've been naughty nowadays? Interesting, is it just yeah? I don't know. I wonder, can't get coal, I mean, any fossil fuel at all. Come on, Julian, who would give their child coal for Christmas? Well, no one these days would just say that. Yeah, I know. Are you telling my, me that you're my you're... brother? My brother used to get coal in his stockings, yeah. yeah. My mum, my mum would put a token bit of coal in his, he'd have you all the presents. Oh right, okay. And be this token bit of coal, and he'd be able, oh wow, oh no, it's a matter of I've got a bit of coal. His mum said, "Yeah, remember? Yeah, <laughs> oh, oh." And I get a tangerine and say, "Oh, it's really good tonight." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Like, next thing I knew, I'd been hit on the head by this bit of coal. Yeah, you goody two shoe. Ow, ow. So yeah, I wonder if you can't have coal. What do you? What do you have now? I, I, I've not come across that tradition at all. 
Mm. And the only one I've come across is the um, is the sixpence in the uh, in the Christmas pudding. Oh, that's great! Yeah, I, I went. Yeah, um, I, I I still put oh, it's pound coins now, isn't it? You can't put a pound coin in your Christmas pudding. Yeah, because you can't get sixpences anymore. Well, not easily. Have you not? Have you not saved up and got a silver sixpence? <laughs> no, I traded them in for yeah, cash. But- yeah, but the, the point the point is with it. that you can't put <laughs> copper in a Christmas pudding and feed it to people. Well, it's slightly toxic, I'll, I'll grant you, but, you know, not, not too bad, is it? But mind you, the number of uh, number of fake pound coins around with lead in it, they probably are toxic, aren't they? Yeah, they probably are. Yeah. <laughs> careful with that one. <laughs> okay, folks, don't, don't put coins in Christmas pudding because they can poison you, they can cause a gastric or intestinal foreign body, uh, and they can break your teeth. Yes. So uh, you're much better off eating Christmas pudding and then saying to, to the small child who, who's Christmas. <laughs> here's a quid. Go, and spend here's it. A quid. Go on then, bugger off. <laughs> or, or whatever your Christmas greeting is. Can you still spend coins? Um, are, they still le- are they still legal tender? I don't, I don't I think, think I've used I don't think they are anymore. I think they're historical value only. Bitcoins yeah. are, are legal tender. Yeah. Um, and, um, and of course, plastic stuff. Yeah. But um, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. you put little chips in, can't you? Yeah. There you go. What? Oh, wow. Oh, look. I've got, I've got a big Christmas ring. Oh, wow, look at that. It's credited my account three quid. That's fantastic. <laughs> Contactless silver Christmas. Silver, silver shillings, yeah, okay. Do you watch the same films every year at Christmas? You haven't got that tradition. yippee guy, eh? The Yay! ultimate Christmas movie. It is, it is. <laughs> Die hard. The ultimate Christmas movie. Oh, it's brilliant. Yippee <laughs> mother. <laughs> yeah, it's another Christmas. Good old Bruce. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, we, we, watch, we watch Muppet Christmas Carol every year. Do you? Yeah. Do you know, there has yet to be another film that is more true to the Charles Dickens Christmas Carol what, than the Muppet? Muppet Christmas Carol. I mean, Michael Caine is fantastic. <laughs> oh, but are, are you leaving so soon? Uh, spirit of Christmas present. Boo, boo, get off, get off. Boo, boo, <laughs> lot of rubbish. Go on, get off, go on. Boo, boo. <laughs> I've seen one of these floating down the horror. Oh. Get off. Actually, I've just realised who, who, who we are, aren't we? We are. We are those two old guys. We are the two old guys in, in, the, <laughs> in, in the Muppet Show. Who yeah. are they? What's their name? What, 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 are, what is their name? I don't know. It's just says <laughs> Mike and uh, Julian. Statler and Waldorf. Who? Statler and Waldorf are the Muppet characters best known for their cantankerous appearance, uh, opinions and shared penchant for heckling. Yeah, Statler. Statler. Statler and Waldorf. Waldorf. 
Right. Yeah, your wife is one. Shut up, Statler. Sorry, Waldorf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. And on that note, on that bombshell, what we'd like to say is thank you to everyone who has joined us for this week's episode and and for those of you who join us every week we we and really do appreciate every one of you we really thank do you. Thank, thank you, you very so much. much and uh as always don't forget to share our show with anyone who you think might enjoy it hey you could you could share our show for christmas yes yes it's giving give yeah. a, give a copy of our show somehow in in your stocking agree yeah. what we'd like to see is a bit of mike and a bit of me in your stockings at Christmas. And that doesn't <laughs> no, I don't I don't I don't mean that to sound weird. I don't mean that to sound weird. <laughs> Actually that's exactly what I meant it. I meant it to sound weird. But no. That's just pervy. That's, <laughs> that's totally pervy, isn't it? Right. Okay. You don't want a bit of mic in your stockings at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget to share to share the show with anybody you think might enjoy it and if there's anything you'd like us to discuss or anyone you'd love for us to sit down with then let us know message us through our facebook page instagram or email veterinary ramblings podcast at gmail.com yeah yeah so please do that so anyway i think all it remains for us to say is that we hope you enjoyed the festive period and we'll be back with more fantastic guests next year so as a as a Christmas, have a Merry Christmas and may your dog go with you. I'll raise a glass of that. May your dog go with you. Merry Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Julian.